What's up, everybody? This is Storm Batiste. And this is VA. And welcome back to episode 36 of Made Man Podcast. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts. Facts. And everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. We are back, finally, after an extended... Yeah, we've been on sabbatical. (laughs) An extended period of... Not really producing no podcasts. What were you doing uh, while we weren't producing podcasts? I'm glad you asked. Okay. I was actually taking a mental health trip. Word. To the original, the one and only Honolulu, Hawaii. How was that? It was 14 hours to get there. Sheesh. That's how that was. Wait, did you, was it a straight straight flight? Or did no, you, you know what? I did take flight? like a little, you know, break in DC. Mm-hmm. But after that, so it's actually an 11-hour flight, but mm-hmm. it took 14 hours altogether after everything. Oh, gotcha. So that was a miserable flight, mm-hmm. but you know what? I finally made it there, and all I got to say is it's highly recommended. Okay. So, like, t- so talk a little bit about that. Like, what were your biggest takeaways on your mental break? Like, what happened? I mean, first of all, you know, uh, the ment- just being able to just be free, mm-hmm. not have nowhere to be, mm-hmm. do what you want. I don't know nobody there, so I ain't work. Like, I'm just, I'm free. I was ass naked every day. Oh, my God. Uh, on the balcony, <laughs> in the room. Like, I ain't wait. When I came in, I just took my clothes off. Just Word. Free. Word. You gotta, you free. Gotta, you got to let it hang sometimes. Was it humid there? How was the weather? The weather was absolutely phenomenal. It was probably like 78 to 83 degrees every, every day. day. Dry heat or humid? Perfect. It, was, it wasn't even like super humid. It was just like, it was nice. Mm. I don't know how else to say it. Like, because... Dry don't sound good, but humid don't sound good either. So mm-hmm. it was somewhere right in between. Yeah. Like, all I got to say is, man, it was the most phenomenal experience that anybody could have. What would you say is, like, your best experience on that trip? Um, Just, like, the view. Like, the view was very beautiful. Just, like, feeling like you outside of the country, but you actually still in the country. You know, because Hawaii is part of the mm-hmm. United States. But, like... You on this island in the Pacific, like miles, like away from anything. We the first line of defense, the history and the culture. Those people there believe very deeply in their culture. Mm-hmm. So, you know, spirits, gods of war, gods of land. Mm-hmm. They say like the with the volcano situation. If you go there and you take anything away from the volcano, that mm-hmm. uh, a spirit will actually come haunt you mm-hmm. until you like bring whatever it was back. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was just a good time, and they eat very well. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't realize that everybody ate so well over there mm. like you thinking you see the little hula girls and stuff all the time and some people that's <laughs> nice and healthy over there pleasantly plump mm. is that what you call it and you in hawaii man you on different energy yeah but anyway that's how hawaii was man great experience if you've never been to honolulu before definitely recommend it you know obviously it's more the touristy part of hawaii they have multiple islands out there but i'm glad to be back man mental health uh, i took seven days i wish i would have took more um but it's fine man i guess before we even continue on, okay. we have some special guests. Oh, we got the, the podcast. Coleman family in here. Yeah, I feel it's different, love. right? <laughs> different. Keeping in the family, okay? okay? So, um, I'm going to have our first guest introduce herself. So, go ahead. Talk about it. Yes. Um, so, I am Quaddy with the Braids is the name that I'm choosing to go with mm-hmm. um, because I'm in the HR profession and that just makes me feel comfortable. She uncom- mm-hmm. She's uh, undercover right now. Yeah, exactly. And our second guest is my dearest friend. I'm Tiffany. I'm just here for support. Hey, <laughs> welcome for the support. Welcome. Yo, where welcome. y'all from, man? I'm originally from Cleveland. Recently relocated. I'm from Cincinnati, and I live in the Queens area. Hey, welcome to the city. Of hey, thank you. How long you been out here? A week, a very stressful and overwhelming oh, week. Just for winter time, just, just in for, time. Perfect time to move into a city that's right off <laughs> of water to freeze. But mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm also anxious. Uh, okay. It's been a week. I feel like I should move back to Ohio already, but um, I'm just going to push through and see what happens. Keep the energy. Yeah. And Tiffany, how are you adjusting to the city? Uh, so I just got here last night. I've been here uh, less than 24 hours. The adjustment's a little rough, but... <laughs> Dang, less than 24 hours. Yeah, Welcome. so I'm starting my first travel nursing assignment in New Jersey. So Shout out to you, making yeah. boss moves, business Independent moves. queen looking for a throne. Hey, what a crown high. Don't let it tilt. I like it, but yo, we were very glad to have y'all on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, thank you. It's been a while since made men have put out some stuff with real life tends to happen. 
mental health trails. Brian, I mean, have you been up to anything, man? Man, I've been on my grind, man. That's all I can say. Like, I've been working like a slave. I need to take a vacation. Working like a slave. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of offensive in 2019. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, like, uh, I just really, like, been doing presentations, networking, meeting new people. Yeah, that CultureCon event I went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, CultureCon, like, that was really dope. Um, I was able to put together a workshop that, that centered around just helping people, like, figuring out what their personal brand and how that connects with the tech space and using, like, user experience design, if anybody knows what that is. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to break it down right now. <laughs> but um, it was a really good event. About 100 people showed up. And um, I was able to co-facilitate that with my um, colleague. Nice. And, um, yeah, like, you know, just seeing the impact and being a part of that whole week mm-hmm. was definitely something that um, stuck out to me. So it was something that really resonated with me also. So, like, yeah, it's um, everything is good. I'm just tired, always. And you know what? That tired never goes away, man. That's a fact. I just need a vacation. But yeah. um, other than that, everything is good. I can't complain. Cool, man. Sound like everybody is good, man. Welcome to the city again. Uh, thank you, thank, thank you. y'all for being here too. Yeah, for really sure. Appreciate it. You, you ain't even unpacked yet. You just got here. I have not night. unpacked fully. No, I'm not unpacked yet. I've been here a whole week. <laughs> appreciate you. And y'all. then fell into my quick depression. And I'm like, I just. It's always depressing when you first yeah, moved to New multiple York. Multiple depression. Everybody too. on the podcast today is a transplant. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, like it's gonna take a while for us to adjust. All right? So how long did it take? So you've been here how long? Uh, two years now. And you've been here how long? Four. Okay. And so, how long do you say it took you to like truly like okay, this is where I live, everything's okay, a I'm year. good. A year for you. A year. It still ain't happened for me. <laughs> Four years later. <laughs> Four years later. You gotta understand, like Alabama is very different. From oh, New York. I'm sure. Yeah. But I love New York. I've always been in New York. It's just like kind of. We got some catching up to do. So let's go ahead and dive into it. This might be a little bit longer, actually. And I don't really don't care. Y'all know we deliver good content, so y'all. You know, strap in, sit tight, and enjoy the ride, right? Let's go. So let's dive into the entertainment section. What has happened most recently? What do we care about? What you want to start off with, happy or sad? Um, let's start somewhere right in between. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's just follow the agenda. Um, we can talk about the whole controversy around this whole T.I. situation with mm. his daughter. Yeah. I mean, from what I understand, he he's like... He checks. Taking her. He uh, texts her to the gynecologist to check if she's she, a, her hymen is still intact. She, she's a virgin. To prove still. that she's a virgin. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. And so most people are like, yo, why is he all in her business? Like, that should, that's personal. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't be involved in that. But then T.I., from what I understand, and by the way, I don't really have the facts uh, for this, but I do know what I've just kind of seen around it. And apparently, he said, like, if you remain a virgin until you like 21 it's a million dollars that i'm gonna give you or something so he's just pretty much following up to see if she's still trying to make that million dollars it's too many like stories going around at this mm-hmm. point because also like i just feel like i think she was 16 when she was doing it, now she's 18 so i don't know if he still does it so i i, I just feel like as a parent yeah like you could raise your kids how you want to raise your kids mm-hmm. like i'm not about to tell somebody how to raise their kids and but the whole like policing a woman's body and yes. all this other yeah. shit. I get it. Yeah. But to the extent because it's just like that's his child. Yeah. And you don't know his But she's not a child anymore. No, I'm I don't know if he's still doing it. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like I it said, like one of the articles I read said that she was sixteen when he was doing it. Yeah. Versus now she's eighteen. I don't know if he's still doing it. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I mean, it was until she was twenty one, remember? That was the deal that I saw. Like, I'm gonna do this See, piece. Well yeah, but the whole issue is the fact that he's doing that to begin with. I think the the bigger conversation that's being had is that T.I., I think we're all pretty aware of, like, his transgressions in the past. Like, he's married. He's cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. He's out here doing what he wants to do with his body. Mm-hmm. But he's sitting here saying, make sure you're a virgin. Don't participate in something that's completely natural activity compared to teaching her the proper way to engage in that activity. He's just trying to make sure she doesn't do it just for the sake of not doing it. Well, I mean, your, your, your duty, I feel like, as a parent, it's like you want to protect your kids from the mistakes you right. make and you have made. So, yeah, he's doing it, but that doesn't give her the okay to be like me. I want you to be better than me, right? Well, she's human, so she's going to have sex, whether that be male or female, regardless. But if you never right? tasted the forbidden fruit, then you don't know. It's a natural mean. urge. It's a na- it's, it's nature. <laughs> is, it, is it natural to want to have sex? It's a, If you've never had it before. Yes. Yeah. Because how you know yes. what you want if you've never Stimulation can happen with That anything. was me before I had sex. Exactly. Yeah. I was you like, put I your, je- your jeans on differently yeah. and it rubs you a certain way. You're like, oh. Like, that's sex. Like I said, male, <laughs> female, or whatever. It's a natural stimulation. It's, it's something you're going to do. 
I love that example, by the way. It, no, it's something that you're going to do regardless. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. It is, yeah. So, okay. like, you've never had it. Sure, you don't know if you want dick, <laughs> but Facts. you can know that that feels good to your body. Facts. I was humping all my pillows. Listen, like, like, dreams like a love. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I ain't what and that's, that I think that's like. the biggest thing. Like, he's choosing to say she's a girl. This isn't something he said that he's doing with his boys. Right, yes. I mean, like, we don't have hymens though, so we can't really. Yeah, like, we you can't, you'll never like, know it. Sure. We just start acting sure. stupid. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> when we start having sex, start sneaking out the house at three yeah. in the morning. Understand yeah. the story. I think, but I think that is the issue. Like, he's choosing to choose his daughter out of all the kids that he does have, his oldest daughter, and say, "I'm making sure she's not a virgin. She's not participating in this activity by taking her to the doctor and like imposing on her her situation there." I, I just feel like you raise your kids how you raise your kids. Like, sure. I, it's not in my place, in anybody's place to tell somebody else sure. how to raise their kids. Like, sure. if he's trying to protect her, he's trying to protect her, but that's his business. Yeah. I just feel like, personally, I just feel like he shouldn't have, like, talked about it publicly. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that's that, the issue. That's that's something issue. that you keep in the crib. Telling people what you're actually doing with yeah. your kids is the issue. Yeah. So, because everybody's always gonna have their opinion on how 100%. you raise your kids. Mm-hmm. So like, especially if you but like social media, people know about it. People gonna have something to say. Yeah. Even if you're 100 percent right, you are gonna have what two, three people that's gonna be like, nah, that's wrong. Facts. Yeah. So you're never gonna win. But yeah, man, keep your business in the house, man. What you do with your family? Obviously, he's a celebrity, so yeah. it's kind of hard to do that. Even if he really didn't want to tell nobody, all those yeah. kids that he got, they probably on social media. You know what I mean? He on social media. He got a new podcast that just dropped. He been in like. He likes to talk. The press is that's 100 sure, right? We we know Ti loves most, yeah. most people. Yeah. Most people came down on his wife a little hard because she but, always, you know, so pro liberal woman, you know, the feminist. Boss, the kid that um, we're talking about is the, not her. It's child. not. It's not her child. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm quiet. It's not yeah, Tiny's yeah, yeah. child. So she really can't say nothing. I'm yeah. Quiet. So I think the issue is mainly that Ti is trying to take control over his daughter's body. Mm. That's the, that's the argument with a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean... Hey, man, you do what you want with your yeah, kids. Yeah, I'm about man. to say, like, we, it, at the end of the day, what we say ain't going to really change yeah, what he like, does, so... Yeah, that's, yeah. that is a thousand percent true. Like, whatever they got going on between them, that's in their house and with them, so... Outside looking in, right? Mm. What's next, bro? We feel for you, Deja, though. <laughs> <laughs> break, break through, girl. You'll be fine, Queen. <laughs> um, what's next? I mean, I don't know. A lot of, di- a lot of different things happen, man. Um, you want to talk about Pops? Let's talk about pop up. Just quick R.I.P. Yeah. John Witherspoon, man. Um, Friday. Legendary yeah. Friday. Oh. Bone Docks. Like Bone a bunch of, Song bunch of, way too soon. Bunch of is was he? He is. How old was he? Seventy seven. Ah, yeah, that's kind of too young. soon. Too yeah, soon. yeah. Nah, he was old. Thing is, he always looked old, but he always <laughs> yeah, seemed, he always <laughs> seemed old. You know the was the Wayne's brother? Yeah, like he was somebody's he was somebody <laughs> granddad. He wasn't yeah. even that dad. He was old. Yeah, he was always old, but, um, figure, but one of the best, uh, I guess, pops, best father figures on TV. Like, he's up there with Uncle Phil for me. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, like, just, like, his impact on uh, the culture, like, everything that he brought to the table, like, that's going to be missed. Um, yeah, they're supposed to be bringing out a new Boondock season, too, so I'm I don't even know how that's going to yeah. work out. I can't. Well, maybe it's already recorded. But, uh, true, true, true. you know, like, um, that was a tough loss, but Shout RIP to the GOAT. Yeah. Okay. And then... What else do we have? Okay, let me um, let yeah, me um. Right. Yeah, so like right. the the serious to like just kind of end on the serious. Like we want to just like say uh, talk about Rodney Reed, who um is on death row right now, mm-hmm. and um, just to give a brief synopsis of everything that's happened up to this point. Um, so basically, back in 1996, he was uh, convicted of murdering and uh, he was strangling a white some woman, and uh, she was married. And um, essentially what happened was, was that he was sent to jail. He was put on death row for strangling this woman. This was in Texas. And um, new evidence has come forward to where her husband or fiance, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. her fiance, who was a police officer, um, he just got released from jail in 2018 for, um, and his, the reason he went to jail was because he uh, had killed somebody or sexually assaulted somebody. And um, while he was on duty. So like, that makes it 10 times worse. But um, also, there has been some new testimonies and saying that um, from people who were a part of the Aryan Brotherhood, went while he was in jail, saying that he used to brag about killing his wife or his fiance. So 
it's a lot of new evidence coming up he should not be on death row because this affair was apparently consensual mm -hmm. so a lot going on with that and um hopefully he gets off death row uh there is a place where you all can donate if um you all need to so uh if you want to do more research on that on how to donate it doesn't you need to just sign a petition like whatever that website is what's what's the website not sure i'm gonna find out yeah i know they got you know a lot of support from uh people like me mills mm -hmm. uh, kim kardashian i think rihanna as well uh yeah like i don't know a lot about the case so um Man, I mean, yeah. I know the justice system ain't perfect. I know that much. I know a lot of people have been accused of stuff they haven't done. Um, I don't really don't want to touch too much on it because I don't know. But I mean, y'all know the facts. Y'all mm. do your research. Mm. Stay yeah. tuned. I mean, black man, if he's he's being wrongfully you know done, that's not the first time this has happened. He doesn't have a lot of time to get off though. Mm -hmm. Like apparently, um, from what I know about his execution date, it's scheduled for November twentieth. Wow. So this month, like next week. Wow. Yeah, and like just based on what I know about the case, is like the, the evidence that they had against him at the time was that his semen was found in um, the victim's body. Okay. And so he's saying that the semen's there because it was a consensual relationship. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it took place in Texas during mid-90s, and so you never really know. But that, to me alone, isn't enough to put someone um, at the scene of the crime yep. for a murder and then convict them of murder and put them on death row. Mm -hmm. Especially if the husband has a history of being, just being abusive, sexual assault. Exactly. That's the thing. police officer. Yeah. Bragging about killing um, But it, if you all want to sign a petition, just go to uh, freerodneyreed.com. Um, again, the execution is going supposed to be on November 20th. So uh, just hurry up, go for sign a petition. This man should not be killed. Gotcha, gotcha. Good, good looks, man. Thanks for bringing yeah. that to light. Yeah. So let's bring it back on a lighter note. Come so, on, man. We need are you the last one. <clears throat> bring it in, bring it in. It's the last one. This is the mid-season break, right? Oh. So you ready? Unfortunately, so. You ready? You ready? Previously on power. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, now y'all can't sit here and tell me that it was not. We need to hire you. Voice <laughs> over. That man needs a job right now because that sounds exactly like that, right? I, I was tuning in. I'm ready. What's no. happening? What happened previously? Man, so a lot of bullshit. Y'all want to? Which I want to just talk about the, the last one because it's been a lot on. Nah, just still. talk about yeah, talk about the most recent one because yeah, too much shit didn't thinking. happen. So goes turned up on this last episode. Everybody. Like, turned up on everybody. Like, this was a different person I have not seen the first five seasons. This is a fed up ghost. <laughs> this is the ghost. I'm over this shit. Yeah, I'm going an Albany ghost. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he was wild and he, got a, a, a he was a politician. That. He got a, a woman in politics. No. Right Actually, when I started really like seeing that this guy, like I kind of knew this was at the point when he was in the kitchen with Tasha. Mm -hmm. And, and he like shoved her, her, he said, what? her hairline she back. Said, I scream what? Put up against that fridge. Then he just dinked her right in the middle of her Pushed forehead. Pushed her hairline yeah. all the way back, he, allegedly. He was wild. I'm like, as far as like telling everybody off like how much I don't need you. Yo, that's a different type of energy. Joe's yeah. put himself in a league of his own. Like one episode, he single-handedly destroyed every past relationship that he's had. He burned every bridge he could possibly yep. burn. It is, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of excited about the Tyree part. That nah, you that's take responsibility. No, that's, no, 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 that's <laughs> fucked up. How you tell your kid like, yo, like, you need to take the fall. He said, nigga, you stuff. need to take the fall. No, I'm not sure. No, like, like, been, I didn't agree with that at all. As a, you've been trying to make these grown adult decisions. decisions so now you need yeah. to get the grown adult consequences. We, we repeatedly have told you, you know, we, this isn't the life you want. Don't do this. But he still continues. His mom has him selling drugs. Because you know that's what he's going to do. Regardless. No, I, I disagree with that. But I disagree but with that. But Ghost told him that's initially, him like, yo, I'm going to take the fall for you if anything happens. Exactly. You failed him as a father yes. to this point. No, and no, then no, you no, want no. to tell him, like, yo, yes. like, you need to take the fall. And that was Tyreek's point. But yeah. also, Tariq, do y all, y all, are y'all forgetting why we hated Tariq in the first place? Tariq, We're not forgetting. Tariq don't listen to nobody. Tariq going to do what Tariq want to do. Tariq? He's going to put... It doesn't 14? matter. He like, it matters a lot. Nah, but he's he grown up to make grown man decisions, steal people drugs out their warehouse, almost get thrown off a roof by his uncle. Tariq grown. He, he let is. somebody come in his house and shoot it. He's the reason Proctor did Tariq has gotten people killed. This little 14-year-old ain't little no more. Tariq. He needs to man up and take this. Nah, I disagree. I disagree. I agree. At the end of the day, Tariq is still a child. 
Yes, he did these things. No, he, he killed somebody who killed his sister. If good for you, bro. If my father has failed me up to this point and he told me initially, like, if anything happened, I'm gonna take the fall for you, but you still been fucking up like my whole life. You still need to take the fall for me. Yeah. But Tariq's also been messing up, bro. It's not just like like Ghost is trying yeah. to help him and like put him in school. He Tariq has. kept doing the stuff that Ghost told him not to do regardless. If my son not listening to me, clearly he's not going to learn. I'm going to take the fall and Tariq's still going to be doing the same stuff I tried to protect him from in the beginning. So you're going to send your child to jail? He didn't say that, though. For murder. He didn't say that, though. He said we're going to figure it Like He said he's going to try to get a deal. No. Try. That means that means he's going to jail. Yeah. So he might go to, no, to he jail. might go to a military camp because he's underage. No, 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 that's no, not no, guaranteed. No, 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 that's no. not guaranteed. That's not. And he killed a cop. Exactly. He I was about to say the same thing. He killed an officer. He didn't just and it was it was premeditated. That's a different charge. That's true. That's not manslaughter. That's not murder murder. They haven't proved that though. They haven't proved that that was Tariq. But if, but if your dad tells you to turn like, yourself no, in to say that you killed this person and the person had to be a cop. I just think Tariq's scared now because he see that stuff about to hit the fan after he, because he doesn't listen to anybody. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying, yeah, like, it's your son. You said you're going to do that. Do it. But at the same time, like, son, like, I told you I'm going to take this far. The least you can do is listen to me when I'm trying to help you. And Tariq Now you're going to go behind my back and sell drugs in the day after we just had this I had a gun to your head. I'm selling so sure. No, he wasn't. He was trying to do that because he thought that was going to work yeah. to get this man to start acting right. Tariq talking to him, calling him ghost, calling him out his name. This is before he put his hands on top. Like, the little man need to learn a lesson, bro. And it might have to be learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. And what's the hard way, jail? Yeah. Maybe some time. I don't know. I'm not saying go to jail forever, but I mean, let's be honest. Like, that wild and like, I agree with you, B.A. Like, that, I just, that man, like, ghost failed him as a father. And now you're going to tell me, like, yo. Yeah, both. Him. And, like, his mama trying to rectify about both teaching him the game. And then my dad telling me, like, yo, you need, you need to take responsibility for killing that. His parents are putting him in private schools thinking that's going to save him. Meanwhile, they're selling drugs and killing people. And he's selling drugs in the school. And they think he doesn't know. They think he doesn't it's know. Just a, it's just a difficult the, the thing that Tariq wants is just people to be honest with him. Yes. But Tariq ain't honest with nobody. How can you expect him he, to be honest when everybody lies to him? Tommy wasn't him. lying to him, but he lied to Tommy multiple times he did he did tommy he did. was the only person that was real with him but did that stop tariq from lying to tommy stealing drugs out his house a second time i mean not his house but a second time right yeah. so y'all trying to get this man a lot of credit and i really don't see I don't all right him a lot of credit. all right i just don't think he should turn himself into nah. jail no nah. that, that'll mess up the whole family the like family everybody already start getting up. caught. Exactly. No, no, I gotta go down. No, people, people are gonna start getting caught. Like all the stories are gonna try to con- start to connect. Everybody's going to jail if he snitches. I feel like, or if he turns himself in. Who y'all? The real question is. Yes, thank you. Who shot ghosts? <laughs> That's the question. Who shot him? Who do we think shot ghosts? Oh boy, in the Burberry shirt. He shot I him. I think ghosts. He shot him. Did. <laughs> I don't think ghosts really got shot. I think Ghost. This was a vision. This is a vision. This is him cutting off all his bad partnership from his past, him burning bridges because he's starting a new life. I think that he was envisioning Ghost being killed, mm-hmm. and that he's able to carry that's, on. That's, that's anti-romantic. That's interesting. That's anti. But I don't. I think like, he got shot. That's trash. I think. I'm just saying. If he wakes up from a dream, I'm gonna be mad. Like, yo, be mad. Like, but no, I, I don't think he gonna wake up from a dream because when he had the gun to Tari head, I thought that was a dream. And that was real. I was yeah. Like, he wasn't about to shoot this kid. Though. Yeah, but like a gun. And because if you think about it, like Ghost, who has he been talking to all, all the last episode? Dead people. He talked to Angela. Angela's dead. He talked to his daughter. That shit is dead. weird. That is true. Right? And so I think Ghost is just in, I forgot his whole real name. I think he's just in like this vision process where he's like, he thinks he's about to turn this new leaf and he's about to be a different person and leave everything that he's done his entire life up to this point in the past. I feel like no, he definitely ghosts. Got shot though, because remember the police officer came and she heard it and she's like, oh, "What was that?" Could be a vision. We I feel like I feel like Ghost might be an advocate for mental health. I think that's what we're getting into. I think that's what we're getting into. Think about it. He having these visions. That's a very good point, though. Like he's self-destructive. Because Ghost has been through a lot. Like think about it. Like yeah. power might be woke. Power. <laughs> power might be too woke for us. <laughs> hey man, speak your truth, man. Power might be woke. I'm gonna have to go with the Burberry shirt. Burberry shirt. I think he, he just he flies. So Burberry shirt is Tasha's boyfriend. Right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. The, the dude that came out of nowhere, that's all of a sudden just over over the hills in love with Tasha and willing to do whatever. And she ain't did a damn thing. She for ain't him. even gave up the box of lunch. So it's either him or Tariq. 
that's, that's what it comes down to. Well, I'm to. just saying, this man is in He don't know this woman. Like, True. He's True. seen her two scenes. That's probably the only two times he's yeah. seen Now he's ready to go to war and kill her whole husband. Like, hey, when you're from the streets, Tate, anything goes. I think it was Tate. I just don't think he has anything else to lose at this point. Tate? No, wait, Tate? Governor Tate. Wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know who he is. She was like, Lorenz, governor. Power. <laughs> From the show Power. Yeah. So, okay. So, Power is very, very good. They stopped it right at, a, I guess, a good point. Now we all want to know it. Exactly. They, that marketing was beautiful. I really want this shit to be over. They're going to bring everybody back just because they want to know what happened to go exactly. at this point. I, and want what's that next? Shit. I want that shit to be over. But it would be I'm really over. interesting to see where the show actually goes from here. So we uh we spent a good amount of time on the on the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope y'all still there. Hello, y'all still? <laughs> yo. So bear with us. You know, we we going through it right now. We doing a lot of catching up. We got a lot of perspective. So we appreciate y'all staying in. Let's keep it rolling, man. All What's right. next? Quote of the day. What are we talking about today? So today, for the quote, it goes something like this. So each one of us needs to discover the proper balance between the masculine and feminine energies be a man you can be proud you can be proud of mm. <laughs> 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 i love the huge pause in between that because yeah, i was like don't worry we're getting through the finish line i'm gonna make sure sounds accurate so i mean um I don't know, you want to read it one more time? I'm going to read it one more time. I'm going to read it one more time, yeah, yeah. One more time yeah, for so. people in the back. So, each one of us needs to discover the proper balance between the masculine and feminine energies. Be a man you can be proud of. Fair. So, what were your initial reactions to that storm? Talk about it. Um, I mean, we the, like we kind of discussed a little bit beforehand because this was an interesting quote. So, between the masculine and feminine energies, that's really something that stuck out to me. Um... Obviously, um, as a man, you know, a young millennial man, we are looked at as like we got to kind of be like the figure to lead everything, be strong, um, hardworking, providers, all the stuff that we kind of talked about in the past with podcasts. But also, this is this is the part that's interesting to me and why I really like this quote is just talking about the feminine perspective as well, or the feminine energy as well, which mm-hmm. can be in a man, it can have feminine energy as well, which in my opinion is, you know, more nurturing. You know, um, more catering. Somebody that's not afraid to cry. We need to cry. Look, I, I know, I know the exact date. Do you remember the exact date you cried last time? Yes, December I, December fifteenth, twenty seventeen. I know the exact date that I last cried. Yeah. I don't cry a lot, but I know that. That's why I know the exact date. So um, I just think it's being in touch with just yourself as a being, and not just falling to the social constructs that have been created for us, but just allowing yourself to be open, be vulnerable to the different. Like it's is a really deep quote for me and then also like you said be a man you can be proud of like stop trying to prove something to everybody else be open allow yourself to experience a lot of different stuff let those barriers down something i struggle with a lot but something that i'm growing like i'm growing and i'm learning how to to work with to conquer those demons Mm -hmm. and so um that's why i really like this quote it's just saying allow yourself to be open allow yourself to have that opportunity Mm -hmm. yeah i agree um plus one to all that um so I just think the quote is talking about you always need to have a healthy balance of like that energy. Like, I think when we think about feminine or masculine energy, we always think about man, woman. But when when it comes into reality, like women can also have a lot of masculine energy, and men should embrace more feminine energy. Mm-hmm. So like just being able to have a balance, being able to just embrace the both of them, is how you become that man that you're proud of. Thanks. Yeah, no, I, I had a recent conversation with my friend about gender roles in general, you mm-hmm. know, and she was saying how she's really frustrated with the fact that women are supposed to be the ones that take care of home mm-hmm. and men are the ones who go out and make the money for the household and they just provide, but they're not contributing to like day-to-day life in mm-hmm. the home. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, I think the tail end of that quote is really interesting just in general because it's talking about like looking towards like the person you want to be, mm-hmm. is that correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the quote because it it talks about kind of breaking that gender role stereotype. You know, like I'm told constantly that I'm a little too aggressive for a woman and I disagree. You know, I was raised in Cleveland, inner city Cleveland, by two very strong parents and I am very vocal. I'll tell you how I feel about whatever. I have lots of opinions. Um, I'm also 
independent. You know, mm-hmm. I provide for my household and maintain my household. So I think. And you moved to New York. And I'm by <laughs> yourself. Might be moving back, yourself, but yes. we'll know. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. I might be moving back, but it, it's 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 really interesting. I do 100% agree that there's a lot of disconnect between understanding the opposite sex, their energy and their intents and their motives behind those energies and those moves. You know. Okay. So wait, so you said a comment about being stuck on the tail end and talking about like the person you want to be, right? What was the what was the end of that quote? Be a man that you can be proud of. Be a man you can be proud of or be the man you can be proud of. Cause I feel like those yeah. are, those would be two different meanings. Ooh. What what you mean? So being a man you can be proud of is to me it sounds like you're still unsure of who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Whereas being the man you can be proud of, you have an end goal, you have direction, you know where you're going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's powerful though. I'm kind of speechless. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to respond to that. Um, and that right there is why we had a quarter today. That is a very like I definitely didn't pick that up. From I didn't that. So like yeah, that was that was really good. Got you, got you. Very insightful. I like it. I like it. I like the fact that we are thinking deeper than the surface level. That is what this is all about. Thanks, Storm. Didn't you pick this quote? Now that you mention it. (laughs) You did? I guess I I I did. Good job. That's two for two for me, huh, B.A.? No, I think that's one for one. Okay. Um, Go ahead. Same thing. Continue. (laughs) All right. So, um, yeah, we got the quote of the day out the way. That was very... Thank you for the perspective. Very interesting. Uh, Even though that that, that quote was uh, clearly centered... Or cater towards a man. Y'all still gave a great feminine perspective to it. Thank you so much for that. So let's dive into what we actually about to be talking about today. Um, catering to the millennial men. What's beautiful about this episode is that we have two female perspectives on to help us do so. So Brian actually showed me a, a post on Instagram. It was a while ago. And I was just like, I really, really like this post. I don't know when we're going to talk about it. I don't know how we're going to incorporate it, but I really like this post. So, turns out, today, today is a great day. time to today talk is the about day. it. Got you. So, um, it's pretty much a quote, and it kind of goes through how there's an awakened man versus a wounded man. Mm-hmm. And it just walks through the different like layers for each, the different points for each. And so, I thought this would be a great opportunity for us to kind of talk about maybe some of the experiences that we've had. And if these points that they say are, like, are true to us, mm-hmm. and they actually, like, we agree with them and are genuine for mm-hmm. men that are living this. And then from the other side of the tracks, from a woman's perspective, maybe some of the stuff that you've experienced through the men that you've maybe been in relationships with or that you've encountered over, you know, when you was in Cleveland. Or the men I grew up with. I was the only girl. Or the the men you grew up with. So I feel like this is a topic that can be taken many different ways. We're going to try to do it the simplest way so everybody can keep up. We're going to start with the awakened man and work our way down from the top to the bottom, right? Let's do it. So, All right. Yeah. So, like, just starting with the awakened man. The first point for the awakened man is doesn't fear von. Well, let me just get a full definition. Okay. So, the awakened man is defined as doesn't fear doesn't fear vulnerability, lives in his heart, embraces his feelings, communicates clearly, seeks to understand himself and others, honors both feminine and masculine energies. Takes responsibilities for his actions. That's different. That's a lot. It's a lot of pressure, right? That's now. ideal. That's ideal. <laughs> but, how often, ideal. <laughs> but how often do you come across that? I think you come across bits and pieces. I don't think you come across that whole, As a whole right? definition um, to individuals directly. No, I, I actually, I, hopefully the person who ever wrote this or posted it was... Um, just saying that these are some of the things that each man has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just no way. Like, that's Mr. Perfect, right? Exactly. Yeah. And if there is a guy with all these co- I mean, these qualities, he's probably happily married somewhere, hopefully. If he's probably. really all of these things, right? Yeah. Doing it by the book, doing everything right. But mm-hmm. realistically, nobody perfect, right? So, Storm, talk about your experiences with vulnerability. Dog, this is deep. I'm not going to make it deep. I don't want to take too much time on it, but vulnerability is one of the things I struggle with. I'll just okay. say that. It's actually the thing that I struggle with because I don't want to allow myself to be exposed. Mm-hmm. I've never had my heart broken, nor do I want it to be broken. It's one of those things that's like, um, you see something in the distance when you're in the car, you just see something way out there in the distance in front of you and slowly getting closer. I have not reached it yet. 
Um, afraid. This is one of my biggest fears. I'm afraid I'm gonna meet the woman of my dreams. Um, not saying that I haven't already met her, to be honest. What? What? Huh? No, you I'm just saying know. in the past, oh. like you, know, oh, okay. you, you might have met somebody and then end up being. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. No, they might end up being like the woman you just didn't realize it now because you weren't in the headspace to realize it. So I haven't had my heart broken, so I'm afraid that one day I'm gonna find somebody and or I'm gonna come back to somebody mm-hmm. that I was talking to and then they just gonna. Play mm-hmm. me, <laughs> yo! Play the shit out of me. So you you're taking the definition of, or the concept of being vulnerable solely for a relationship perspective. Well, relationships is like the first thing that my mind goes to. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's a that is the first thing. Yeah. It's the first thing my mind yeah. goes to. But okay. no, like I do allow myself to be vulnerable, like outside of like just a relationship. Talk mm-hmm. to a lot of different things. Um, I came to New York <laughs> from Alabama. That's like, true. I was here on an internship opportunity. I slept on the couch for seven months. Y'all know the story already. Yeah. Um, I'd say that was pretty goddamn vulnerable. Like, knowing that I didn't have a real secure source of income coming in. I'm sleeping on the couch. Like, I don't know what's going on. And just taking the opportunity and making myself vulnerable, open to the opportunity or the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? To the, whatever, I'll just say opportunity for now, to, for something greater with no real, like, mm-hmm. defined chance that this is actually going to happen. Yeah. Like, because right now, like, it happened great. Serendipity, thank Jesus that it did. But. <laughs> no, that's a that's a fact. Like, I think, like, with vulnerability with me, I think that I don't embrace it well. I don't like being vulnerable. Okay. But often, I feel like up to this point in my life, like, when I am vulnerable, I've had the most rewarding experiences. Like, whether it's in a relationship or even just moving to New York or just moving anywhere that I move to. Like, it's just like being able to put yourself out there a little bit more. Like, it's a more rewarding experience. Like, you're able to learn so much more about yourself. Um, I think what I struggle in the most, and I know relationships is the first thing you think about when you mm-hmm. think about vulnerability. I think that it's in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, get to a point where I'm just like, all right, like, this is cool. Like, I'm being kind of vulnerable. But, like, to, like, get that additional layer when people start asking you about your childhood, how you were raised, yeah. and just, like, those Pump types of things. It's just, bit. like, yeah. like I, feel like, I feel like it's, like, a roadblock when it yeah. comes to my vulnerability and just who I, and how it's shaped me, who I, how my past experiences have shaped me, who I am as a person. The difference between me and you, though, is that you have been hurt. I have not. So I have really no reason. Yeah, like, it's to, crazy like, to train me. I hurt. have no reason to, like, not be vulnerable. I should yeah. be the most vulnerable. In relationships. Yeah, like I should yeah. be, yeah, in relationships. I should be the most vulnerable, like, because mm-hmm. I haven't really been hurt like that. I ain't really been hit with the center mm-hmm. block through, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the weird part to me. It, it, I feel, that is pretty odd. Yeah. But no, like, I live, like, I have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. a lot of male friends, and I see the stuff that happens to them. And I'm like, oh, that's never gonna happen to me. Oh, she did that to you. She'll never do it to me. But oh. do you feel like that's holding your holding you back? That's definitely that's holding you back. It's ten percent holding me back. So yes. why do you keep doing? Are you just not ready to like find like a person to settle down with you or to what? make a real true connection with? I'm, the thing is, is I want to say I am. I'm actually considering therapy. Okay, for relationships. For like, why I won't let my like my guard down when I'm in relationships. Interesting. Like, cause I don't like. That's people, a really healthy way to go about it. Though. That people, is. People know me, but they don't really be knowing me. Yeah. Like, it's it's weird because I have no reason not to do that. I'm trying to think: is it some parents? Like maybe something in the household? But I can't think of nothing. Like. Yeah. I'm just. I don't want to be played. Like. Yeah. So much to the fact that I'm not gonna be open to you because I don't want you to play off of that. And do you, well, I guess you'll find out in therapy, but like, do you think that's because like you saw your friends or family especially like how hard it was for them? That hurt me when it hurt them. Yeah. You know, I ain't telling them that. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. That's I mean, but that's the thing about vulnerability. Like you're supposed to be uncomfortable. You're supposed to put yourself exactly. out there. Exactly. Like whether it's life, whether it's relationships, like that shit is just so, you have to, like, it goes with that, like saying now of. Um, being uncomfortable. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Exactly. Like yeah. that's what it comes down to. And if you don't experience it enough, yeah, yeah. then you'll be like when it does happen to you, mm-hmm. you're probably you it's yeah. harder for you to recover. Because we we, we kinda <laughs> we kinda function the same way in that like when women like come into our lives, like we'll let them get it a little bit. Yeah. But to a point where, like, if we start feeling uncomfortable, if we start feeling the chick, we'll probably cut them off. Yeah. Before you give them just enough, yeah. and then once they start asking for more, is that where the relationship ends? Yeah, you shake Yeah, and, just, we, oh. we, and like we, and like we, I think, I think, and this is just like me just talking about myself. I yeah. think we free them before, like, we're able to say, like, 
nah, I don't know if this is really something that's good for me. Mm-hmm. So like, we just say like, nah, you know what? Like right now, like you might as well just like go ahead do your I own was thing because I don't want to lead you. I don't want to lead you on or nothing like that. So go ahead do your own thing. Mm-hmm. That's the way I function. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But no, you're you're going to a therapist about it, right? But no, I'm not. You're thinking <laughs> not about yet. it. Yeah, thinking like, about just thinking hey, therapy. hey, therapy is good for you. Yeah, I'm, throwing I, I, out, like, I'm, ideas, I'm about to start yeah. a new therapist, so mm-hmm. like it's good for you. Yeah, yeah I'm just oh, I'm open to the idea. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Like. Cause I know I'm not perfect. I don't like when people think that I'm perfect. Cause I'm definitely not. Yeah. It's just no like, one is. It's, yeah, it's an issue. So I just figured, you know, if I ain't figured it out by now, what's the the what's wrong? The harm? Trying to see if I can die deeper. You know. Actually, I'm sorry. I thought you had like a appointment scheduled with a therapist. Nah, nah, not at well, that. Not yet. Well, I guess what has what has been your experience with men and vulnerability? Like, have have you found a man who's like really in touch with his emotions before, or? Just like, have you seen a man who just embraces emotion in all facets of his life before? So recently, um, and I've dated a few men throughout the years. I think recently I found someone who was more in touch with their emotions. It was it was a shock for me. Mm-hmm. It was a culture shock, if you will, because I'm so used to men having it together and me being the person who's like venting. Because I'm super emotional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Super vocal about how I'm feeling, what I'm going through, uh, my emotions in general. I tend to wear them on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. And so recently I, I encountered a man who is very vocal about when he feels hurt, mm-hmm. when he's bothered by something that I say. That sounds stressful. It's, it was super stressful. And I started to look at him differently, to be 100% honest. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't look at him in the same way as I, I've looked at other men. I, I kind of looked at it as... Um, a negative thing Mm -hmm. which is I hate to be that person to say it but like that's how I looked at at it as you know he would have conversations with me about like Quaddy when you did this I was upset with you and I'm just like what is this nigga crying about in my head Mm-hmm. You know, because it was so new to me. The concept was so new. Wow. And he was being transparent with me about situations. I'm telling you. But no, seriously. And this, and I, that's what I said. I hate to say it, but like this is how I truly felt. I was so used to men keeping me at an arm's length distance, mm-hmm. you know, including me on just certain things here and there. And he was just like, when you said that, that hurt my feelings. So, see, that's the problem right there, I feel like. like I feel with like, your individual problems? No, 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 no. This is the problem. For men mm-hmm. in general, is that when with we, opening up or yes, what? Yes. Okay. When we try to be vulnerable and we tell you about these things that mm-hmm. hurt us, y'all look at us like we weak. Punk yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you weak. I think. I, I think like I'm in. I'm in a weird place to where like you know when I do find a woman that I'm interested in, and I'm transparent with the way that I feel. Or, like, yeah. If I'm showing you like yo, I like you, or mm-hmm. like I tell you like yo, I, I like you. Well. It's not reciprocated. Like y'all are like thirsty like he's doing a lot right now yeah so like it's really it's it's interesting because it's like it's, it feels like a game for the most part and it is i'm not i'm not with that i'm not with games so how like how many times have you like shown like who you are expressed like emotions and you've been and you received like a negative reaction because of it once and no, no, I'm gonna do it again, but it just it takes a lot to catch my attention. Because it took like a lot that, for you that, to even like yeah, yeah, yeah. to begin with. Yeah, so it's just like if I if I catch a connection with you, I'm pretty transparent early yeah. on, like yo, like I'm feeling you. This is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like when that's not received, well like, yeah, it hurts or like you you feel some type of way about it. But I think that, you know, you're just a lot more careful mm-hmm. before next time. And I feel like I feel like I'm in a place to where, like, the women that I like, I have to treat them with the women that I don't, I'm not really into, but are super into me. You have to treat them in the same way? Yeah, like, I have to treat them like I don't care about you or what you, you do. do. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it, se- it seems like women that you're, like, really into, like, you was talking about it yesterday. I was going to say yeah, it. Yeah, but, but it seems like with women that you're really into and, mm-hmm. like, really, like, want to invest time in, you have to treat them like the women that, like, are want all your time, want to invest into you, but you're not really into them. Unfortunately, that's the way it works, man. That's a sad truth. And y'all play a part in it, but we play a part in it too. Like when the duo does open up to you, yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot because you're not expecting it. Like you, like whoa, it's a lot coming at me right now. I'm like he's being emotional. Mm-hmm. Men don't do that because of that reaction because we don't do it often. When we do do it, it's sometimes it's a lot more than yeah. what y'all probably been because it's, do it's it. not what you and it's not what you used to. It's not yeah. what you used to. So then it makes him look almost lesser or weaker or like oh you. Relax a little bit. Do you think it would be more beneficial to put yourself on a timeline? 
No, because that's uh, unveil. That's not that's not that's not the way we think, though. Like we like I feel like women overall are just a lot more strategic, like with that timeline. As far as like, you know, planning that out. We just really like I feel like we're more like, I feel like right then, right then and now, like, yo, like. This is the way I feel. Mm-hmm. And this is what, like, this is how I feel. And this is, the, this is the awakened man that I'm talking mm-hmm. about right now. But just, I feel like when I've been the awakened man and I've told him, I'm like, yo, this is how I feel about you. Mm-hmm. It has been like, it's backfire. Like, nah, like, this is too much going on right now. Or I just see you as a friend. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so y'all prefer, y'all prefer like the awakening man? Y'all prefer somebody to be in touch with their emotions or y'all prefer somebody to just kind of like hold it down? Well, all we know is about the awakening man at this point, right? The only person we discussed. No, it's not like y'all don't know about the awakening man. That's the problem. Well, the, the awakening man is a unicorn that has yet to be found by anybody can't, can't in the world. can't use unicorn no more. I found out what that it's, means. You gotta use a different word. He, the awakened man <laughs> is uh, the, the, what is it, fifth Dragon Ball, the ninth, like he's something that you don't <laughs> Fine, easily. He's that last. It's the last one. Dragon Ball. He's the last <laughs> Dragon Ball. The fifth Dragon Ball. <laughs> you cannot find. I don't think the Awakened Man exists. Honestly, kind of like you said, there's there's bits and pieces. Mm. I don't know if, uh, in my experience, I've had some men fully, you know, I think display that vulnerability, be comfortable enough to tell me. Was know, it a turn off for you? It wasn't a turnoff. Men that I've been fairly serious with, they've been comfortable enough to tell me, you know, their thoughts, their feelings. And it wasn't, I didn't look at them any differently. It, in fact, you know, it's like, okay, I know we're on this, this type of level. So now I can be that vulnerable with you because I think I struggle with that myself. So no, it's not a turnoff. Um, you say you struggle with what yourself, like being vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah, um. that's fair. Yeah. I just think that it helps both parties when, you know, once you see a man open up, then you definitely know as a woman, I can be comfortable to do the same with you. Mm-hmm. And I think it goes back to timing. I do. I, I, and I It's hard to catch that time. I huh? hate to say that, but I think it goes back to timing. Like if we're on the third date and you're over here crying to me about something you're going through in your life. I may not be as considerate to what you're going through compared to if we're like three to six months in, you know? See, like, it's hard to find that time. And, and I feel like with a man, like, when we know, we just kind of know. And you we just unleash tell, everything. Yeah, we just, we're not going to tell you about, like, our childhood and shit like that. we just going to be like, yo, I'm feeling you. Yeah, I don't think it's time like, for me. I think it's... Tell if me, he likes you, he's going to tell you. Yeah, well, he's going to open up. In, t- yeah. in terms of what? Like, is he telling you how he feels or is he telling you about, anything, like, anything. his emotional issues? He's, anything. I feel, I feel, I feel like it's really centering around you, though. Like, you know, like, I'm not really, like, trying to play games with mm-hmm. you. Like, for you, the, way, the, way, the way I framed it in the past is just, like, I've been like, yo, like, I'm feeling you right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to take that as pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be in a relationship with you. But, like, I'm really, like, enjoying the yo, time. It's so hard together. to that's take a girl. That's so much pressure, though. Her, bro. It's is it? so hard. That's so much pressure. Oh, How is that pressure? I, I want to be in a relationship with you. But don't think about it right now. No, no, no. no. I said, I said, I said, you know what? My, my wording was, like, I'm feeling you right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, you have my attention. Okay. Like and I don't want to. I don't want you to take that as like pressure on you. That is the way that I usually frame it. Interesting. Yeah. So it's not. It's not. Ne- it's never like that. Like if I put myself out there and then I don't see the energy, res- like I'm just like. Then I'm. Then I'm. I'm leaving. I'm never hurt. I'm never that. See, yeah. See, well, see. yeah. You've never been hurt, that bro. Is, that's, we we, that's, that's wounded. we have covered You're that wounded. earlier. You're wounded. We haven't even gotten to wounded. wounded. Are we still in yeah. the awakened man? Yeah. You know what? Let's yeah, talk yeah. about the goddamn. Let's wounded talk about man. the wounded. Okay, man. the wounded man. The wounded man. Talk about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Give us your uh, biography. Okay. So apparently, with the wounded man, um, he thinks vulnerability is weakness. Mm-hmm. He lives in his head, mm. numbs himself to porn, money, and power. With. Okay, yeah, I said two on here, but knows himself with porn, money, and power. Mm -hmm. Seeks to control and dominate others. Represents anger and trauma. And then justifies his anger. That sounds very dark. Yeah, very. The end gets real dark. Yeah. I think those are like extremists. But you know what? Very dark, but very true. Uh, To different degrees, different levels. Um, I've definitely experienced a lot of these that I've. uh, You numb yourself? Not with with porn. money and power with, and with, porn with money. <laughs> no, nah, with money and power. Like, like porn is not like, porn is normal. Like, it's just a No, no, I watch porn, so like, you don't. Yeah, I don't. So the wounded man, 
Uh, the wounded man, unfortunately, you got two sides of a coin. It's the back side, which means it's there regardless. Like, every man has experienced one of these. Like, varying degrees, obviously. Mm-hmm. Everybody hasn't experienced the extreme, but... So, we talked about what? Numbing yourself with porn, money, and um, power. We, we was taught mm-hmm. the wounded man. And that was oh, yeah. One of the tricks. Yeah, I'm, I'm just jaded. I'm Is that the wounded. one you, you... That's the one I reson- uh, that resonate resonates with you the most? No, it's not. Okay. okay. Um, so seeks to control and uh, dominate others. Like, no, nah, that's never been me. Do you me. dominate others? I can, but I don't. Ooh, wait a minute. Mm. Hey, man. I can, but I don't. Yeah, like, I think that when it comes to just relationships, period. Like It says people, not your significant yeah, other. Yeah, like, just people, period. Like, people open up to me a lot. But I never try to um, take advantage of them because they, cho- they choose to open up to me. That's a good man. So, like, I just try to... <laughs> Yeah, That's like it's just, I, I, I never, um, I never would take advantage of somebody because they open up to me. But you can. I can, but I don't. Um, represses anger and trauma. I definitely repress my trauma, and uh, I leave that for therapy mm-hmm. because it's for my therapist to know. But uh, as far as like letting somebody else in and know about that trauma or about that anger, I'm not likely to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, in my past relationships, um, people see it. But they don't know why it is the way that it is. Like, let's say, like, in my last relationship, what happened was she, uh, she, um, she thought I was too independent. And being too, now, listen, listen, like, don't look at me like that. Listen, I, I listen. didn't say anything. So, like, being too independent can be a bad thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, like, especially like, in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, like, so feeling like you have to do everything on your own or feeling like you have to, like, come to that's conclusions me. on your own. That's That was me. Me, 100%. And that was because of the way that I was raised. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was just like, you can't do anything unless you do it. You can't do anything right unless you do it yourself. And you can't, um, you basically need to only depend on yourself for anything in life, basically. And her complaint was that you weren't concerned. I was still, yeah, like, I was always thinking about, like, the way I was going to do it. Got instead it. of, like, taking her opinion into consideration. Got and it. I didn't. So, yeah, like, as far as repressing that anger and trauma, like, yeah, it's definitely a part of me. And uh, justifies his anger. I don't justify my anger. Like, mm-hmm. when I'm angry, I'm angry. I'm, I'll tell you, like, why I'm yeah. angry. But I don't justify it because I'm not always right. So, I would say I'm jaded. I'm not ang- I'm not a wounded man. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just jaded because of everything that I've been to. Whether yeah. it's the way that I was raised or whether it was uh, just relationships I've been through. I mean, before I go into, like, my whole little spiel, is there anything, like, that you want to talk about in terms of, like, a wounded man? Like, I mean, obviously, you've dealt with wounded men. You've dealt with awakening. Man. They carry, you know, overlapping traits. Yeah. So, I mean, with a wounded man, he, he named some of the stuff, like, that they experience. I mean, is that something that's kind of carried over into the relationship? Or maybe not even, like, an intimate relationship. Maybe just, like, somebody you grew up with. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think I, in some regards, am a wounded man. <laughs> and just focused on that. To be honest, though, like, I think a lot of, like, the the characteristics of a wounded man are things that I possess, you know? Like, I don't like being vulnerable in relationships. In general life, I can be very vulnerable, but, like, in relationships, when it comes to that intimacy, that's something I I have a hard time um, achieving because I'm not sure how the other person will perceive it, you know, or receive it. Mm-hmm. Um with wounded men in general, I think obviously a lot of them don't know that they are wounded men, and so they may not even be focusing on these certain areas of their have lives. You, have, you, have you tried to help a wounded man maybe embrace the fact that he might be a little wounded, maybe hidden some of these areas? Yes, like, I have. I mean, like he said, I have, yeah. lives in his head, um, seeks to control and dominate others. Like, have you made somebody, like, maybe have you had that conversation? With the seek to control and dominate, I think that would be one of the harder conversations you can have with a wounded man. If they're seeking to man, control and dominate. I'm about to say, because you're the one that they probably Exactly. Control, they're not open to that conversation. Show them this post next time. <laughs> <laughs> Show them the door next time. <laughs> Fuck that. Who has time for that shit? But, um, yeah, no, I, I honestly, I cannot say that I have had, like, successful trials with people who are trying to to do those things okay i mean the way that this quote puts it he it makes it look like awaken is the good guy and wounded is the bad guy but really both of these are the same guy 
Yeah. Like, so it's like, I don't like, the, they say wounded, man. It makes you think negative. Like, ah, yeah. it's just like, it's no, jaded. It's, it's jaded, man. Like, like, I think that, like, you can't, you can't have both. Like, you can have a balance, but you just definitely can't have both, which is what the uh, quote mm-hmm. spoke to earlier. Yeah. Just like balancing out those masculine and feminine uh, energies. And I think that one thing that we want to understand is that when it comes to just masculine and feminine, it's not about gender roles. It's just about, and I, I had my tarot card reading a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and she was explaining to me, like, just the difference, like, when it comes to masculine and feminine, it's not about gender gender roles. It's really about masculine, meaning, like, you're about doing, and you're a lot more practical when it comes to the way that you move, and mm-hmm. women are like that, too. When, when it comes to fem- feminine, it's more so, like, just um, nurturing or just being able to receive things. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily about, you know, just what you do and how you move. It's just, like how you embrace things and how yeah. you interpret things or mm-hmm. how you go about doing things. Like, that's really the main difference. And I think that's a really important definition to highlight, mm-hmm. though. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that. When I think of, without knowing the definitions you just read off, when I think of masculine, I think of more, obviously more dominant people. Mm-hmm. You know, people who are more aggressive and more controlling. And I, I don't identify with those traits, but I'm also someone who is a go-getter, mm-hmm. you know, like someone who's out here on my own, who mm-hmm. has no issue with going out. So then out. you do experience masculine traits. A hundred percent, I do. I do. But prior to like understanding the definition, I would never have said oh, that. Oh, got mm-hmm. you. See, that's, that's... For sure. That's good. For you sure, know, yeah. Like, our perspective. Um, for the for the wounded man, and I'll run through this like pretty quickly. Um, it's very similar to yourself, actually. Um, thinks vulnerability is a weakness... Absolutely. That's why it's hard for me to yeah. be vulnerable because I, I feel like it is weakness. Like exposing yourself yeah. for what could happen that hasn't happened, but what could happen. Yeah. Well, you know, like this whole situation with like your heart never being broken, like the longer you hold that off, the worse it's going to be. The worse it's going to be. <laughs> but I don't I'm know glad I got through that shit in high school. Wait until it happens. Maybe everybody's heart ain't meant to be broke. Nah. <laughs> Like, that's just, like, that's a part of life. Because I ain't really, like, well, I'm not going to say I ain't broke no hearts, but, like, what does that even mean, right? Social constructs. Ooh, no, a broken not. heart. A broken heart just means like you intent, like you hurt a person. Oh well, I've never intentionally hurt anybody, so maybe I've never actually. Broken a broken so heart like that's is, the no, no, no. A broken <laughs> heart is when someone is not like seeing eye to eye with what you're. He know what it means. Yeah. I know what it means. I'm just talking, man. Let me stop. Let me stop. That will be interesting because, like, I don't think I don't think a, a, a broken hearted man. Or what is it? A, a wounded. A wounded man is the same thing as a jaded man. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that whatsoever. And you kind of use it as the same thing as not the same thing. Like, you consider yourself a jaded man. I think no, no, you I said, may be no, a wounded man. No, I think, I think, I think, think I'm wounded. You, I think, you, I've, said, I've said I'm jaded. I'm jaded. You may have some, I'm like, jaded. wounded man qualities. You think I'm wounded? But you're Do not. I look like a wounded man? Either? You're not a jaded man. I am a man. But how you move? <laughs> but how you move is a jaded. How you move is like a wounded man's actions. You're like, mm, you know, okay. I won't let this person this close because I don't know what they're capable of doing. Okay. Or That's if she right. does okay. this, then I'll cut her off so I won't get hurt in the long game, mm. right? But you're not jaded. <laughs> Put a lot of emphasis on game. Just yeah, because <laughs> the long game is just pissing me off. I feel but you. like. <laughs> You're not a jaded man whatsoever. He considers himself a jaded man. I'm jaded. Because he's been hurt in the past. Yeah. You're a wounded man, and you may not even know that you're a wounded man. Mm. You know, every time I hear something similar to that, I think of that line off of Insecure. And somebody said this to another person the other night, and I was like, dang, that's wild. She's like, you're a fuckboy that don't even know he a fuckboy. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. I got that before. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he said that with pride. Like, you're a fuckboy <laughs> that's been jaded. Yeah, like, basically. Like, I wouldn't say, like, that's where I'm at today. Sure. But in the past, definitely. Sure. That's a good way to, that's a good way to put it. You yeah. still fuck Look, <laughs> let's finish strong, all right? God damn it. I'm just playing. So, anyway, um, the next thing was, like, uh, lives in his head. Yes, I'm a type A. Yes, I'm a Capricorn. Yes, I overthink everything. Do you do. express those thoughts, or are you just kind of like... Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes when you express them, they don't come off the way you intended them 100%, to. 100%. Yeah. And so, 
when that happens to you a number of times, you just don't express it because you know it's not going to come off. The way you know, you nothing know. comes off the way you intended to come off. That's, right? that's, that's, right. that's, that's why you heard nothing people Nothing comes off because how you interpret something is completely different from how. No, but it's the next it's, it's ways. It's ways to do stuff though. It's not going to be hundred percent. No, I mean you can strive for seventy. Yeah, like but you know some stuff is the right way to do it. Like this is the right way to do it. Numbs himself or numbs myself. Do you numb yourself for porn, power, and money? Thank you so much. Sounds like he does. Because I couldn't read this. Yeah. Do you watch mm, porn? I do watch porn, but it's not because I'm numbing myself. I only watch porn when I'm not actively like talking to somebody. Like if I'm having sex, <laughs> if, I'm, if like if I'm having sex regularly, I'm not watching porn. Like if I'm not having sex regularly, then I'm watching porn. That simple. When's the last time? When's you the oh. Actually, it's the last. Sometimes you when I'm having sex, I still. Because sometimes. When's the last time you watch porn? <laughs> sometimes you just be a long day. Since you just lied to us, when's the last time you watched porn? The last time I watched porn, I don't have the exact date. I want to say it was somewhere within the last two weeks. Is but no, I do. I do numb myself to um to money and power sometimes though. Like. If a, if a female is doing something that I don't really agree with, or they like just doing the most like what happened, like I was telling you about, mm-hmm. then it's just like, man, I get money. I'm going to focus on money. I ain't trying to take nobody. Like, money, money, money. Count them up. I'm going to be doing well if I keep that power. Yeah, like, I don't, it's not me. That's just not my, my energy. I can't, mm-hmm. I don't do that. Like, I let people do what they're going to do. I mm-hmm. never hold no captives. I ain't got time. But are you like a... a title chaser? Are you like, I need to achieve this level of success? Um, y'all. You are. I'm not a title chaser. I'm a money chaser. It's a but when you get more money, you get a title. You just increase. Not 100 accurate. It's, it's like it's like saying that it's like saying that you once you acquire or attain a certain status that you know like this is when I know I'm I made it. I don't need to be a senior vice president of anything, but I do want that senior vice president salary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can give me 200k right now to be a talent acquisition partner yeah 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 i feel you i don't need to be a senior talent so so when you put it that way um i still say yes i do like the title i do be like i do like being recognized so power is something that you choose to i like power yes yeah and i'm not afraid to say that i like like money and i like power yes if i was that person that wasn't like with the title but i did make the money i'd still be very very happy i'd be very but title's important to you but no title would be cool with me too yes power because it it's the power. power thing, yeah. 100%. And I and I do like power. And yeah, it sounds shit, but whatever. Check. And then the last thing justifies is anger. Um, I've definitely done so. It's I don't know if it's because I'm a Capricorn. I don't know what it is, but like, if you I don't even know your zodiac sign. Huh? You blame me on your zodiac. He definitely well, I mean, knows like, his zodiac. Well, the thing but. is, is like I don't. I'm not really an angry person. I don't get angry often. Mm-hmm. But when I do get angry, it's just like I feel like you probably pushed me to that point. Like, cause I, I'm always gonna take Route B. Like, I'm never gonna like. If I see you trying to like get into an argument, I, mm-hmm. and I recently had to go through this. I'm not gonna like feel that. F- I'm not gonna feed that fire because I see what you're trying to do, and I'm not gonna do that because I see. Yeah. It. So instead, I'm just gonna be like, all right, you win. You got it. You're right. That's what I am. Until yeah. you like keep going, like you yeah. just you won't stop, and you just and then I say some wild shit, and then you mad, and then all of a sudden I'm the bad guy. Yeah. You can civilly argue though. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't. No, no. you can't. Mm-hmm. Some people. So you like. Can. In in life, yes, you can. But in with relationships, you? no, you can't. <sighs> because women are quick to like pull up, like, and I'm, I'm sorry if I'm generalizing, but women are quick to pull up, like y'all y'all be wilding, like y'all say wild, and shit. you don't even like start off soft. You go for the gut, like you hit this nigga right. Here. I start off soft. No. I throw some practice jabs out there before you. Why, why are you even throwing the jabs out there? Just to see what why I can test even... with. How, how, how quick and, are we going to hit you with the knockout? And we quick to be like, all right. Because I guarantee I have a knockout in my bag before I even approach you with this conversation. Guarantee. But, but you, you we're, not, we're not even looking for that. We just want to like we're be simple. We're not even looking we for that. We just want to be simple. We're just trying because, to have a conversation. Because it's been too many times to where like you've been throwing jabs in this text messages asking me all this all and these you've questions. Been throwing jabs and I'm no, no no first of all I'm gonna just say okay I'm gonna just say okay that's what I'm gonna send back you send that paragraph I'm gonna just be like okay ain't no paragraph coming okay I want to talk to you in person so I can see your facial reaction. but this is the thing with women I feel yes. like women. They can give it all day long, right? Sure. But when it come to taking, that's a hundred percent the same true. energy. That's but my, in my case. like I done said something back to somebody, and they they just like, and you all you doing is saying you, you doing to them what they did to you. Like if they say nah. something crazy about you, you bring up like and then all of a sudden you the bad guy. Why man, would you say that? Then you disrespectful. What do you mean? You, you said you would never bring it up. 
Girl, you just called me. Th- you been talking about my I mama? Told, I just told somebody though. That's why you probably gonna end up like your mama. <laughs> but you've been talking about like how my whole family dynamic. They deserve that though. Yeah, but 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 in the their mind, take it, it's just like I'm the bad guy. Then like I'm I'm the one in the wrong. Man, we really are excited to be here to talk about this. I really wanted to do this. We had some really interesting people, interesting, interesting perspectives in the room. It's been a while since we got a chance to get on here. It's a fact. And get so it done. I'm glad we were know? able to start with a deep topic. Mm-hmm. So many deep topics. Yeah, yeah, deep topics. So, Very uh, much so. So um, We appreciate y'all being here. But once again, this is Storm Batista. And this is BA. And this is another episode of Made Men Podcast. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts. Facts. In everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. We really appreciate y'all staying tuned in this long. It's been a long ride. 36 episodes in. We appreciate y'all listening. Y'all stay tuned in. Made Man will be back for another episode.